0: What is up, people? This is Reese, or Next Gen Novelist. Welcome back to the From Zero podcast, where I talk about my thoughts and experiences as an aspiring author of the next generation. This week, we are going to be talking about the topic of science fantasy. Just before I jump into that, I'd like to just quickly say that uh, the video I was talking about last week, um, where I said I would upload With the agents and stuff. That's still coming. Still doing that. Um, I've just got to sort that out and get that edited. Uh, It's getting a little hectic for me. uh, Pulling into the final few or couple weeks actually of university. And um, by about April I'll be done with everything I need to be done with. And then I'll be pretty much free to explore and make content and go crazy. So um, expect there to be more content being pushed out. I think a lot of the things I want to do, I'll be able to do properly in April. Um, It's not to say I couldn't do them now, but uh, I just know realistically, um, I'm not going to get around to as much. I might do, I might do, we'll see. Um, But either way, April onwards, uh, the content should be coming out more. Than it has been. This podcast also, I know, is coming up late. I'm actually recording it 28 minutes later than I usually release it. Um, I've just had a really busy day today, and uh, usually I would have the podcast done earlier, but as I said, it's been a bit hectic. But anyway, I'm sure you guys don't mind. Um, So, the topic of today is science fantasy. This is a topic I have wanted to speak about probably forever because. Of all the things in writing, this was one of the number one things, one of the first things that I understood was something that I liked about stories and that I liked and what I wanted to put in my own writing and that I knew wasn't very common. There are a lot of things that I do in my writing which isn't particularly that common, but this in particular was one of them. And it's interesting because science fantasy, as I'm going to define, is basically, as I would, you know, define it, is science fiction tropes meeting fantasy tropes in the same world, in the same time, same story. So not, oh, you know, 100,000 years ago it was, you know, fantasy and now it's uh, sci-fi. No, like, you know, they're both in the same setting now. You can have a fantasy world that progresses into sci-fi. Um, the only thing is, as I'm going to come on to, is the definition of magic. Yeah, so this is something that needs to be clear and thought about when constructing a science fantasy setting, which is magic and what that actually is and how it's different from science. Because when you're bringing the two together, depending on how you do it, it the, you know the lines can begin to blur. So science fantasy. If you're making a sci-fi story and it's something that has, you know, all these sci-fi elements like spaceships and aliens and lasers and (laughs) whatever other things that you put in sci-fi. If you have all those tropes and then you say, okay, now we're going to get some fantasy tropes. Ideally, you're not using medieval European tropes. You can use maybe more archaic structures, like political structures, like feudalism, you know, monarchy, right, and empire. But I don't think having people running around in chainmail, you know, and steel plates, armor, you know, and having broadswords, you can do it whilst having people with machine guns. Um, My story is kind of like that, but (laughs) I think you'd well no actually isn't because i don't have medieval technology but you have people with swords and people with guns but um but i think you you have to have some logical explanation for this okay if you're going to do that but that's like the very basic cliche way of bringing science and fantasy together um is you know getting the most identifiable elements of both genres and then meshing them together you can do that um it works The first thing, though, to consider is what type of science fantasy it is. Generally speaking, I found that science fantasy will usually have two different types of plots in terms of how its setting and world is. So in regards to the actual science and fantasy elements, usually, you know, the conflict or the plots or the situation regarding them is one of two things. Either one, it's science against magic. Okay, so that's right, we have the science, we have the technology, they have the magic, we're going to take them out. And we have the magic, we're going to take out the science. And I think that that is, you know, one of the the easier version. I find that um, the second one, which is merging science and fantasy, sorry, sci-fi and magic, so science and magic, bringing them together, I find that is harder because, like I said, you have to be able to distinguish very clearly between what is magic and what is science. And I think a good way of handling this is having your characters question these things. I love making characters question things that, you you know, if it was the real world, you might question, you know, why is the sky blue? Just those kinds of things, you know, like, why don't we question that? Let's have our characters question those things. Just because it's every day to us doesn't mean it can't still be a matter of curiosity. You know, it's like these wonders of the world. They may be things that are naturally there and they may have always been there and been there long before us maybe even, but they're still curious to us in just how strange they are, right? So I think your world should have things similar to that and magic will be one of those things anyway that's why it's magic the entire point of magic being you know magic is that not everybody understands it so when i define magic the way i usually say it is magic is magic so long as not everybody can use it and so long as not everybody understands it the moment that everybody understands how it works and can replicate it it's science even if everybody can understand it, but they can't replicate it, I would say you could still push that as magic. The only reason why is because it's a mystery. Basically, it has to be elusive in some manner. Otherwise, it's not magic. It's just science, <laughs> you know. Um, because a lot of the things we can do now, if you were to show them to people a thousand years ago, they'd think it was magic, right? Um, if I told you that you know a man could fly even if it is something just like paragliding or whatever, you'd still think, you know, what what madness is that? You know, um, you, know you show someone electricity blow people's minds, right? The internet, Jesus, you know, people would <laughs> literally freak out that they could communicate with somebody instantaneously on the other side of the planet. Crazy. yeah. And then we've gone to space and all these things. So things we've accomplished now through science once upon a time, not even that long ago, to be honest, even a hundred or so years ago would have been seen as ridiculous or out of this world or, you know, insane or magical. They wouldn't have been seen as realistic, but they are now, right? I mean, there are things which are coming soon, which are like this. I remember when I was younger, you know, virtual reality, when I would see that, I remember playing Sims and they had this virtual reality headset console on there um you can still see it when you play some of the sims games and i remember thinking wow like that thing looks so cool but it will never exist until i'm like old i thought i was going to be an old man by the time virtual reality was a thing I don't know why I thought that, but I did. I just thought, oh, you know, it would take ages because it seemed so futuristic to me, especially being a very passionate video gamer. I couldn't imagine being able to put something on your head and being in the game like that. And it's here now, right now. <laughs> I know people who own it. I don't own uh, any virtual reality headsets myself um, because personally, there's no games really out there that are of interest to me on it. But, you know, it's, 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 it's here and it's actually real you know it's amazing and it's going to be far it's going to advance far more you know a lot of other things in science are going to advance there are things that we don't even know about which are coming and i think those things to us now may seem ridiculous or again magical but once they're here once the science has been done and we can see how it works and not just that but we can do it again we can replicate it we can build upon it that's not magical anymore so if you're making magic in your world the magic has to be very distinct in that in in how elusive it is. So, for example, in my own story, um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but it's going to you know I have one trilogy, and then uh, later on, I plan to do a sequel trilogy. The magic that was established in the first one is now in direct conflict with science, right? And this is kind of built up um, in the first trilogy. Because there's an industrial revolution going on in the first trilogy and my magic wielders are a bit wary of it. And they're like, oh, you know, that's maybe going to be problematic. You know, they're creating these things with science and, and they dismiss science. And they think, you know, what is that? That's, you know, ridiculous. That's stupid. You know, these humans, uh, they're, they're, they're getting a bit arrogant. They're trying to play with powers that they don't understand, trying to reach for the stars. And uh, it's threatening to the magical powers that be in my world and they don't like the fact that science is becoming this powerful thing and in the second trilogy for reasons i'm not going to spoil science and magic coming to a very very big conflict and um, magic is not as powerful as it once was in the face of science and some things which were considered to be magic are no longer magic by the end of the first trilogy and into a build a second you'll realize that some of the things which are considered magic maybe aren't quite as magical as you thought um and then you have things which are there is an elemental magic system in my world and it cannot be replicated no one understands how the people who use it can use it and whether or not they will ever be able to understand is something I've not decided. I don't believe I'll ever allow them, anyone to understand. I want there to be that mystique about it, that kind of mystery of how. How does that work? I think when you have a magic system that's very rigid, that's cool. But honestly, once you're making it too rigid, because in most people's fantasy world, the reason why their magic system remains as so is because of its restrictions in that it doesn't work for everyone or not everyone has access to it. And even if everyone has access to it, usually there's a cost which cannot be explained. To me, if you explain every single thing to the point where there's literally not much that can be mysterious about it anymore. Then it's basically silence. Yeah, because that means that I can go to school and learn about it. And then I can go and go into a field where I can literally create it and replicate it. That's not magic. That's science. (laughs) So magic is something where it's just a mystery. Nobody knows how it works. Now, when you're meshing these two things together, like I say, in that second type of plot with the magic merging with science, usually that would mean a technology is, you know, magitech, as they call it on TV tropes. Magitech is you know, technology which is powered by magic. A lot of Final Fantasy games have things like this. In fact, quite a few Japanese games or JRPGs um, have things like this, you know, technology that's powered by magic. And how it's powered by it isn't always explained, but you know that it, you know, they're like, oh, the magical powers are powering this machine. And when the magic was stripped from the world, the technology went down as well, Um, you know. And so that's kind of things that, that's one way of doing it like i said the other way is having magic against science which is what i'm doing the reason i chose that particular plot line is because it fits my story way more and also because i enjoy it i think though i'm going to have a bit of both of them because i think there's parts where humans in my world are going to be using you know magic and trying to replicate it and making technology based off the magic so but that's why I said the things that were magic, some of them will not be magic anymore. And they basically just transition into being a science. And I like that. I like that kind of growth of a world and, and the, the elements and the powers within the world. And I think what fascinates me, and it's particularly the reason why I'm doing it in my story, is that I have a trilogy where you see the magic in power and you see it in control and you see it, you know, as the most indomitable force in the world and then it's just completely flipped and I think that is interesting especially for a fantasy story because so often the magic one percent you know as they as they sometimes call them the magical one percent the ones that just own everything they own the plot lines they own the setting they own everything about story and we follow them and they are these extremely powerful Uncommon individuals that can do things that no one else can do, and there's not much that can be done to stop them. You know, usually they're up against other magical forces, and that's the only way that they can be countered. What's interesting is, you know, if you have science which starts to develop to counter that magic, you know, so people are like, okay, these magical people are getting a bit too out of hand, let's counter them. And I love the idea of that, but I particularly like it in the sense of seeing those golden days of the magic and then seeing what happens in response to it. So you get to enjoy the magic, you know, for a bit. And then you get to see it in conflict with other powers and um, seeing more stories of that sort. That's why I'm making them myself. As I said in my podcast about anime inspired stories, you know, a lot of this stuff is why grew up with, to some extent, these kinds of things. And I never really understood it as being science fantasy. It was just an imaginative setting to me. But um, it's rubbed off on me immensely. And so I love to kind of mesh the two whenever I can. And if you ever get to read my stories one day, or this particular story I'm writing, I promise you there will be some shocks um, in store in how I decide to bring this science fantasy world into fruition. So, yeah, I don't want to spend too long saying anything else. I actually surprisingly have found that I don't have much more to say. This was a topic I thought was going to be massive. I thought I was going to spend ages talking about this. But I've kind of actually said most of what I think needs to be said at this point. Um, you know, I just love the idea of merging science fiction and fantasy. I wish more people did it. If you know any stories which do this, um, they don't have to be the greatest. I'd really just like to see more of them than tell me. I've heard Dune has done it. Um, But, you know, in fact, I'm just going to take a moment actually to talk about that. When I talk about science fantasy, a lot of times when I see people recommending it, they recommend stories that do it in this very, I would say, implicit or, you know, kind of minimal way, like Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars is technically science fantasy, but it's in a way where it's like the force is the fantasy element. But because so much of the superficial parts of Star Wars is sci-fi, because so much of it is, you know, following the tropes and got the set pieces you find in that genre... I don't feel as though you get the fantasy side as much. You do to an extent because they do, particularly in the original films, make the Force feel like this mystical, magical thing. So it is there. But Star Wars is one example. And even after that, you know, there's not a lot of stories which have it. From what I've heard of Dune, there's this thing with the spice and supposedly that's somehow a bit magical again i've not read it so i don't know but even if that's the case i think what i'm trying to get at here is the two examples i just told you was where the plot or the setting at least has explicitly on some level understood within this world people know this is magic this is science they're together or they're opposing and the characters know this not that the readers have to discern it after the fact right Um, so that's the main difference as well. So when I'm saying I want to see stories more like this, not Star Wars, because Star Wars doesn't have the force in conflict with science. Okay. Um, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something where you have magical powers and you have science powers and they are in conflict, or as I say, they are working together and they're merged and the people in the stories know what is what, you know, they, they're like, this is magic that science I appeared myself a bit there towards the end but I really do want to really reiterate that because a common a lot of the time when I talk about science fantasy to people they always recommend or tell me about these stories that are doing it in this way that's not what I'm talking about um it's close but it's still not what I'm talking about okay in my story the characters they know they're like we have magic they have science you know we there's a problem here and they call it that magic science right or at least they within my the context of my world they have some kind of name for it that is you know um that is a connotation of magic so yeah that's a common thing people often say to me but it's not what i'm talking about so sorry for repeating myself but i really want to get that across um yeah that's pretty much all i've got to say podcast is 20 minutes that's great didn't want it to be way too long um i'm quite proud of myself for only banging out on 20 minutes sorry that it came out a bit late i'm gonna try and release more videos as i said at the start things are a bit hectic but i'll get back on track that video with the agents is going to come out don't worry it'll probably actually be out this week definitely um because i will have a bit more time to have to, to get it out than i had this week so yeah that's pretty much what i've got to say and i'm out peace